Hello and welcome to uh, I'm your host um, and I'm sitting here with my buddy oh God fuck Je- oh Jeff Jeff there we go forgot my goddamn name hello happy chinos and happenstancers and happilations uh it's me it's spencer it's kevin day uh uh i'm i'm yelling because i'm pretending that i have energy right now i i I, the three of us we all look like we uh just woke up from like a like a hyperbaric chamber and uh haven't seen the daylight for a long time so uh we're gonna get this done i feel like a bag of smashed assholes jeff (laughs) thank well uh to coin a phrase uh yeah, I it's been a long. When the drawing room, I'm oh I'm I'm turning off my air conditioner so that the audio. Uh, it's fu- it's also roasting in my place right now. I'm I'm upstairs and I'm I I feel like I'm in a crock pot, and uh and I'm a I'm a Mexicali stew right now. It's it's warm. I'm I'm growing orchids in my trousers right now. It's very it's very moist. It's very humid. And you uh, absolute roaster. You fucking roaster. You bloody roaster! You bloody roaster! You bloody roaster! Um, how's how's things, uh, Spencer? How you doing, buddy? Oh man, I've hit I've hit an exciting threshold in my life. Uh, I guess technically for the second time, but um, a, a, a woman reached out to me on behalf of Mountain Dew uh, oh. to send me a promotional package. This so sounds we'll like. See- yeah. This sounds like a trap. This sounds like yeah. what, 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 roll a uh, and what, what, what do you roll for like invasion or for trap sense or like I, I guess you roll perception. Yeah, roll, roll perception on this crazy Mountain Dew lady. This sounds like some bullshit. I got a three, and I gotta say, Jeff, I don't <laughs> detect any bad news coming. I think this oh, well, is all that good. Does, that doesn't mean anything. You're, 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 this this sounds like you're gonna get jumped. This sounds yeah. like uh, this is this is how they lure you outside and you get jumped by by a gang of banditos. Yeah, so I'm almost certain. Cool. If you if you find out that one of their flavors is cactus bunch, then run for the hills oh. because that's you don't want any piece of that. Mountain so, Dew cactus bunch. Yeah, they'll jump Jeff Davis in the Hard Times Pizza parking lot with a splash of Mountain Dew flavor. <laughs> they'll steal your do rag. Why did oh, I have a do rag no. on? What was I doing? I had just dreadlocks and I had like bandanas. Ugh. Hey, Looking you gotta back, make choices, you know. I yeah, did I did I or, or did I just not make choices? I don't know that these were willful choices. I think this was just. I mean, I mean, maybe I was so in the moment when I was sixteen that I, uh, you know. But Jorge Velarde, Jorge Velarde, if you're out there listening, you saved my life. You came out there and you got Cactus Bunch off my dick. And uh, you saved me a lot of uh, uh, maybe a, a fairly lengthy hospital stay. So thank you for that, Jorge. We got to have him on the pod. Jorge Velarde, <laughs> if you're listening. Have you ever talked about my friend uh, Mick Raniac on the show? I must have. I uh, he, he was, he, he is my high school friend. He was very punk rock. But also, he still is, even though he's a businessman and has a family, and he's got two children, and he lives in a home with a lovely wife. Um, you still can't fuck with uh, Mick Raniac, and he just invited me to a party that was yesterday, and I I declined. And it was a list of people that I I know haven't heard of or thought of in a very long time, and 
it was a real goons rodeo. It was some, it was some serious, like some of them, I mean, I'm sure everybody's mellowed with time, but like some of those people. And at, at the top of the list, the guy that was compiling the list, George Velarde, um, who, as I understand it, his father might have been involved with the drug cartel back in the day, so uh, Mex Mexican drug cartel. But now I'm going to jail. I'm going to get jumped again by the Cactus Bunch, and Jorge will not be there to protect me. I I'm going to roll. All, uh, this is all uh, alleged dexterity. Oh, oh, 18. I'm good. Yeah. So that's for, oh, I'm 24 wow. on that. So I'm yeah. I'm, I'll be fine. You just dodged a bullet there. Yeah. I maybe literally. I look like a fucking bag of shit. It was a very. Very, very long night. I almost considered calling you guys and saying, "Can we just move it another day?" Because I, uh, I'm just I I'm had, a shell. I'm a shell of a man. I had the same instinct, Jeff. About three hours Shit. ago, I was like, "I just want to sleep for six hours straight." But here I am. Here we are doing the podcast that's undeniably good, enjoyed by a wide range of people from all walks of life, Jeff. Who've all gathered here under our banner? Uh, I think that you're, you're selling it too hard now. This, this sounds like you're compensating. <laughs> uh, let's let's talk about this. Kevin Day has taken to uh, sending me pa like mystery packages of, of, of items that I'm assuming we spoke about on previous podcasts. Um, aside from Pepsi Wild Cherry, Pepsi Mango, and just good old fashioned Pepsi. Um, there is a bag of are these Japanese? What what, what is going these on are with these? Korean, Kevin, I believe. Yeah. Korean. Mm -hmm. We got Ocart Ocarto. Uh chili chili flavor. Uh a flavor so nice they named it twice. And it's but it's it's called Potato Master Chef. <laughs> I can't see that one. These are spicy corn chips. I'm down for that. That sounds I'm I'm gonna start with those. What's down here? For those of you listening, if you want to try these. If you go to thathappenspod.com, look up episode 20, which is this episode. I'll have a link to this kit of goodies that I just sent to Jeff and Spencer. Okay, we got honey butter chip. Not honey butter chips. Honey butter chip. Um, with real honey. Okay. French gourmet butter. That sounds pretty, pretty fucking full on. Honey and butter. I like that. You you know, Spencer, I've always considered you my little honey butter. Wow. These are the Ocardo Master Chef Master Chefs. Spicy corn chips. The packaging on this is good. Like it's like it's really good like anime stuff. And there's like a comic strip on the back. Spicy corn chips. Let's see about those. Yeah, so the reason I sent these was on last week's episode. Uh, Spencer was talking about these. He called them what banana Cheetos, kind of banana kick, banana Cheetos. And yeah. then, and then when I looked them up, they had another thing called Marine Boy that really talked to me a little bit. And then everything else I in the little kits sounded good. And the, uh, the Castro in San Francisco, there's a great gay bar called Marine Boy. Uh, this, wow. these are peach gummies. That looks good. I'm not a gummy fan, but I'm giving them to an ex girlfriend because she loves the gums. Oh, banana kick. We got it. We have the yes. banana. What the fuck is a banana kick? The banana kick, Jeff. He's kicking a soccer ball. He's already talking my language. There, there, there is a anthropomorphic banana playing soccer with uh, green boots on, and he's a banana kick. With, uh, 
No surprise here. Artificial flavors. Oh, no. Yellow cornflour, sugar, rice, bean oil, banana powder. Okay, well, they got some banana in there. And this worries me. Not fried, baked snack. <laughs> and, uh, oh, this is this is Marine Boy. Oh. This is the, uh, this, what? Oh, they look like goldfish. But they're not fried, they're baked. Yeah, I don't think they're you can eat Marine, Marine Boy. Boy. Yeah. Are, th are those non-vegetarian? Yes, those are not. Those have shellfish or some kind in them. I, and cuttlefish. I, I will tell you, they're cuttlefish? Jesus Christ. Um, I will tell you, I would need reading, like a magnifying glass, to read all of these ingredients. There is one million ingredients in Marine Boy. But I like the, I like the artwork. There, there's a sailor. He's kind of a pirate that, that, that appeals to me. I like that. Here, before before we dive right into D and D, because Spencer and I have, have decided we're going to get the D and D going real real early. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to pour my last sniff of uh, Fernet Branca, and then chase it with Pepsi Mango. What, what what are your feelings on Pepsi Mango, you guys? It's good. It's surprisingly you good. Try it. It's, I yeah, love. I was mango. surprised. I was really surprised. Yesterday, um, I woke up just shaken from a hangover and from uh, too much, not too much sex, more than this little boy could handle. <laughs> the, she just fucking fucked my wheels off. And then I was like, are you, are you making me younger or are you, are you killing me? And we decided that it was both. And, and the Libra in me likes the uh, equilibrium there. But uh, I went to a Mexican restaurant to the Casita del Campo and was dying. I got super craving for a mango blended margarita. Oh, so good. So let's see if uh, Pepsi mango can hold up. Uh oh, what happened? It didn't open. No, it didn't fucking open. Oh no. Do I, do I have to go get like a multi-tool? I'm going down. Hey, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to go downstairs because I've got. Kevin sent me like an enormous crate of this stuff, so I've got others. I'll be I'll be right back. Okay. Oh boy, Jeff failing to open a beverage container. That happens. Ha <laughs> ha. Everybody drink. That's right. That happens, fans. It's time for the part of the show when one of the people says that happens or a phrase semi approaching it, and that means it's time to drink. Probably an alcohol, but you know another beverage. I uh. We got Kev Kevin. He's drinking. I I don't know I got, what is that. What do you got there, Kevin? I got Pepsi Mango. Pepsi Mango Zero. Zero. What's mm -hmm. that taste like? Is that very mangoey? It's actually more mangoey. I think it's less mm. sweet, but there's more mango. So wow. there, yeah, because there's less sugar. They got to they got to ramp up the mango. Now, if this if this one fails too, and that was not my fault. The the, the tab just bent like cardboard and didn't do anything to the uh, to the opening side. Mm -hmm. There we go. There we, we go. Have, we, we have liftoff. Okay, first, I heard you say that happened, so let's drink. Bloody fucking hell. Why do I do this to myself? I don't even like it. Oh, I barfed this morning so hard. I woke up, had, a, had an orange juice. And, well, I got to chase, but let me get this out of the way. That's pretty good. 
Yay. A, Pepsi mango. Not bad. Not too sweet. It's a little, I mean, it, it, all, all sodas are too sweet for me, but that's that's okay. Yeah, I definitely yeah, I, don't I, I, love you drinking more soda and squirts. I don't why. And now I got salty snacks for the rest of my life. You know, I'll do. I'll, I'm going to bring all of these to the dr- to the drawing room, and I will get a. Uh, they've got paper bowls, and I'll just put them all out there, and I'll get a full, like I'll write down people's, uh, you know, like a taster's choice kind of situation. Mm-hmm. No, Oof, yeah, I, I just puking in the sink, like, I, and it's like, just, like I'm shaking and I'm puking, and I was like, what, what am I doing? With my life, I'm not fucking writing anymore. I'm just being lazy. I, I gotta get my shit back together. I gotta get back on the road. We just got our new schedule of dates, but it's not until September. So I just have to stay alive until September. Yeah, you got almost, you know, a month and a half, I guess. Okay. I think I'm, you can make it. That'll be great, though. Once you start getting, you know, your routine back, then you I'm, might be I'm, able to start. I, I am back so much. He- I'm so much healthier when I'm on the road. You'd think the otherwise. Yeah. Like you would think that, like I'd be like. Sex, drug, and rock and roll when I'm out on the uh, on tour, but um, you have to show up and be alive for a show. And then when I get back home, I miss my friends and we just drink all the time. It's not mm-hmm. good. Also, for people listening, if 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 you're don't be influenced by me, please don't be a drinker. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. You heard it here first, folks. Don't yeah. be a drinker. Okay. Don't so this like is episode. Are, are we in episode twenty? You said, Kevin. Yes, this is episode twenty. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to recap uh, episode 19 D&D notes, uh, such such as they are. Don't be like Jeff, people, having all sorts of crazy hot sex all the time. It's 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 work, work, work. It's, I, uh, it's not worth it. You don't want to put in the work like that. This girl brought over something pretty exciting. Uh, she brought two different kinds of lube over, and one is straight up for gay guys' anal sex. Uh-huh. It's, it basically says as much. On the packaging. Um, I'll tell you what. It's good. That happened to me, Jeff, where a woman brought two kinds of lube. But one of the Mm -hmm. kinds of lube was actually, like, essentially the opposite of lube. It was, like, grit. And the idea is, like, you you know, if you need more lubrication, you do the one. And Mm -hmm. if it's like, oh, that's too much, then you add more of the grit. Yeah. Well, so it helps exfoliate. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how much extra skin is on my penis. Like, we talk about this all the time. Like a few ex-girlfriends ago, we were at, and again, this is, this is the, uh, I've already told the story before, guaranteed on, an, on this podcast or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, I was out sex toy shopping at, a, at an awesome sex uh, shop called The Pleasure Chest in West Hollywood. It's very good. If you're, if you're in the LA area and you need um, a dazzling array of uh, toys and lubes and condoms and uh, all, I mean, some complicated stuff. They're very good, and I was w- walking around, and I was I, I was with the girlfriend, and and she she wanted to get a toy from my butt. She wanted to do sure. butt stuff with me. Mm-hmm. Have I told the story before? I don't know. I don't okay. remember it. I, I'm tell I'm telling it again. I don't care. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. I'm I'm fucking stoned on mango Pepsi, <laughs> uh, possibly the alcohol. Um, and the, the woman says you. To, to the girlfriend, she goes, you go over there with that guy and uh, that clerk and he'll, t- he'll talk to you about this. And she wanted to talk to me separately. And because I think we were both buying butt toys for each other. Mm-hmm. And 
she uh, she was showing me um, this a nice you know glass case of these beautiful like sterling silver. I don't know. That, maybe not sterling silver. Let's go stainless steel. I don't think they were sterling silver. Uh, they weren't that expensive. They were made out of uh, platinum. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Only. Only the finest things go in my rectum, Spencer and Kevin and Habachinos. So. Uh, you know why? Because that happens. Ooh. Oh, shit. He said the thing, and now we got to do the thing, which is drinking. And she, and uh, this drink. woman, this woman I would profile as lesbian or somewhere along those lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think she told me she was. And like super cool punk rock looking chick and, uh, and, there was an array, like it was like Goldilocks. Like there was the little little one, there was the medium one, and there was a big one mm-hmm. of the same heavy stainless steel butt plug that was for me. And and I was like, I'll take the medium one. I mean, Kevin looks like he wants to cry right now. This is am Kevin I embarrassing you, Kevin? Big, Kevin wants the big one. Kevin, do you ever Kevin do any butt stuff? Kevin just loves D and D. Kevin, do you, you, you ever do any butt stuff, Kevin? I have, yes. Okay. See, there we go. Yep. Uh, toys or just like a like like a little like pinky finger or what, what you got? A little bit of everything. I, I'm right. adventurous. See, I that, Kevin there gets we go. ass blasted on the reg. <laughs> on ass blast. No, his ass is as open as Madison Square Garden. It's uh, it's, it's 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 you can. So I was like, I'll take the medium size because I'm a tall guy. That one looks too small. This one looks just right. That one looks crazy. It was the size of a pear. And uh, she's like, get the big one. And I'm like, no, that's, 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 I'm, I'm scared of that. Because this is my, I was a first timer. I was a rookie. And she goes, you're going to want the big one. Because you're going to get so used to the middle one, you're going to wish you came back here and bought the, the, the big one. She goes, I'm so jealous of you fucking men. You guys can put anything up there. I thought that was a great sentiment. So one time, I got the big one, put it in my butt, walked from my place to the drawing room and did karaoke with the big one up my ass. And it was exciting. Yeah. Every, like, just, every step, like you're just like, wow. It, 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 it was my little secrets. I don't even know if I was on a date that night. I think I was just like being like naughty with myself. It was great. Sure. Why? Why can men put anything up their ass? What was I, I the logic know. there? I do, I don't know. We we have oh okay. m- more capacious assholes. I, I don't know. <laughs> capacious assholes. If that's not the name of this episode, I'll be very disappointed. Are we allowed I to say that, assholes or not on that Apple? Seems I know we're fair. I think yeah, that's no. fair. No, we can't. We can't, I think we can't we can. say assholes. No. We gotta be able to. No, we, we can say asshole on fucking The Simpsons. It's true, but you can't name an episode the asshole episode. I hope so. Maybe you can. I don't know. Who knows? Spencer, no, no butt stuff for you. Any, any, any exploratory uh, business down in the hangdowns and the low solo butt stuff, Jeff. As always, most of my exploits are going to be solo, and this is no exception. You know, you get, you, there's stuff to put up your butt. You can find a, it. You can find. Sharp, you know, a sharpie. Yeah, exactly. You can't. You don't have to necessarily even go to stores. All sorts of stuff can just go right up there. Is is something I've discovered. Yeah. Um, so, you know, don't want to get too granular here, but w- no need at the same time, you know? The only time you get granular is when you're using your uh, grit lube. Yeah, and, uh, it's the reverse lube. 
I, I was talking some like years ago to uh, an ER doctor, and she was telling me all the things that people come into the ER up with, with like with things up their ass, and it's like in a, mm-hmm. it's really funny, and, and like like a flashlight or the remote control or uh, a box of uh, crisps, Ocarto. Uh, <laughs> And but they but they tried to play it off like like oh oh I I just fell on it like you right. fell on a flashlight and it went up your ass and okay yeah that's Don't awesome that. I get it I feel like if that happened to me I'd be like come on yeah I shoved it up my ass come on the yeah string like- I tied a string around it the string came off <laughs> yes it was I blame the string yeah uh, yeah. The first time any girl ever tried that on me with just a finger, this is quite a long time ago, and uh, she knew it was up. She was playing my prostate like a Stradivarius. It was pretty wild. And, uh, wow. Uh, but it felt so good but so wrong. Like, and I think that's part of the appeal is that it feels like, like that this isn't right. However, yeah. it's happening. Oh, that happens. Oh, Sometimes. no. That's right, folks. It's the time of the show that happens where someone says that happens or a phrase approximating it, okay. which means it's time for us all to take a drink of our favorite beverages, either alcoholic or otherwise. Right. Um, <laughs> do you want to do a news corner before we before we dive into D&D here? Yeah. Okay. I got I got. Yeah. Do you have the music? Yeah. News corner. <laughs> What a song. That's right, Jeff. Our top stories today. Number one is the Nazis are at it again, Jeff. Oh, oh no. They've come from day. Bakersfield to attack people. Uh, in L.A., Jeff, unlawful yes. assembly was declared, but that doesn't stop the Nazis. For they are at it again. And our second story, this is more of a human interest piece, but it seems that Jeff Davis is fucking so hard he's sad and tired now. So, you know... We'll we'll keep monitoring that situation as it develops. I'm not sad. I'm just dehydrated because I I, I drink too much, and then uh, then the sex happens and there's not enough water. Like I'll, I'll drink a gallon of water and you'd still feel dehydrated afterwards. I'll I'll say. Tell me about it. You know what my That's secret just is because you're so thirsty. What's your like, secret? Clean living. <laughs> okay, so in ep- episode 19, let's get right down to fucking business here. Okay, let's do it. Walter Samon? Walter Samon? Walter Samon? Saul Moore. My writing's terrible. Okay, it says episode 19. Walter Samor. Then Walter with an exclamation point. Then Boat with an exclamation point. Big Copper. Captain... Zendros? Zendros. 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 Quote, faithful, faithful quartermasters of use. Yep. Captain Big, Zendros belongs to that organization. The, the faithful quartermasters of use. And I put a question mark after that because I didn't quite get it. And then yeah. there, was a, there was a big gem. Then I wrote Zendros again, probably just because I, I, I wrote it shitty the first time. Apparatus of Qualish? Yep. And then big copper dash. That's it. That sounds about right. Well, okay. Let's hear, let's hear your actual recap so I know what the hell's going on. 
Oh man, what did happen? Last time on That Happens, our heroes had decided that what they were going to do was charter a ship. Well, you know, use a ship. I don't know if they chartered it specifically. To go and find the smugglers to end their smuggling ways. Uh, They got Walter Salmore to give him a freaking boat. And he didn't want to come with them, but they convinced him. They convinced him that they should come, that he should come with them. And he was like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. And then they went to Captain Zendros's uh, store with the freaking big copper where they bought magic, uh, what, health potions and a ring of water breathing. That's kind of all that happened. Zendros talked to them and Oh, they had a fun time, and also freaking the big copper bought something, didn't he? <laughs> and he said it was for a secret armor he was working on, and wouldn't that be exciting? Oh boy! But then it was time to leave the store. But what would happen afterwards? Are they gonna go buy other products, or are they just gonna like fast forward to the next day? And start the adventure. Damn. Why does this feel so long? I say that we certainly don't fast forward and start an adventure. I say we just keep going to stores around town and, and just bu- buying artifacts and whatnot. Well, nice- let's 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 talk about the mission, right? So right. you are you are getting a boat or a ship. Well, I mm-hmm. guess more of a boat. And you are going to try <coughs> and find the smugglers. Yeah. You don't have a lot of intel on the smugglers. So you don't know where they are or where you're going to find them. Um, and you don't know what their base is like. So you don't know where you're going to be going. And you know, there might be some equipment that you want to procure. I mean, I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying it could be that there's some stuff that you well, might, you know, want to do. I, I, I see that I have two health potions. Is there anything else that a swashbuckling uh, tabaxi might, might need? Around the store, I examine the store and see if anything uh, tickles my fancy. Well, she's uh, this this area is not like a traditional store. It's like a it's a trading port where she kind of trades like magical items and stuff. So it doesn't have normal stuff. You bought the potions and the ring, but you'll have to go to like a more normal kind of general store if you want to get like equipment. Like I don't know, like a grappling hook or a um a big freaking saw. I don't want to travel that heavy. I, I, I uh, he, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I like traveling light. Um, was, we got Johnny Fever with us too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Johnny, uh, you ready to go uh, fast forward into an adventure on, on the high seas and kill some? Or I don't know if we kill, but we certainly go sort out some smugglers. Yeah, I mean, should we maybe talk to Captain Zendros to see if she has any leads for where the smugglers are? Because she sounds like she's pretty well connected into the society here. And then also, if she wants us to find that apparatus of Qualish, any leads on that? You know, where should we look? That kind of thing. Uh, okay, so I suppose that you say those things to her, I guess, right? Sure. All right. She goes, uh, yeah, well, now that you mention it, there has been a decent-sized ship. It's not a big ship by any stretch, but, you know, it could probably hold about 20, 30 people. Um, that's been moored, uh, like about half a day's 
sailing off the coast. So you can't really see the ship or anything, but it's just kind of hanging out and no one's no like we're no it's not showing any signs. No one knows what it's doing. It's kind of has its broadside to the shore, but again, it's not very close to the shore. Mm-hmm. Um and no one knows no one knows what that is. It sounds um, like it's it sounds like it's tacking off and on to deal with the tide. Uh Zendros is like, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I just Swashbuckler. Swashbuckler talk. Swash talk. Swash talk. Hashtag uh, swash talk. Swash talk. Well, now, Xandros, uh, um, Captain Xandros, sorry. Um, don't want to be uh, insolent. Uh, are, are you, do we agree that you're coming with us to go, to go, like, help us out on this mission or what? No, I'm not going. I got my own right, shit well. to worry about. Up your butt with a coconut. I gotta find this apparatus of qualish. What is that? Tell me what that is again. I've forgotten. It's like a magic submarine, basically. And what do you want with this? If we find it? Oh, I mean, come on. I we're we're I'm a shipmaster. We love we love the seas. Being able to maneuver under the seas, you know, it would help our our what do you call it? our artifact finding operations. All of this, you know. She pats the big chest of magic items that she showed you earlier. She's like, you know, it's hard to find stuff like this. Hmm. All right. Well, um, where, where is our, where is our boat? Is it, is it docked out front? Uh, it should be, uh, 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 Walter told you which dock to go check, but he said it should be ready tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. Walter saw more morning. Yeah, Walter okay. Salmore. Well, Johnny Fever, we got we got a night to kill. Apparently, um, do you want to go like kind of like look around for more like items, like you know, procure some some weaponry or stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I think we should look around. You know, if if we have nothing to do for a day, let's find out if there's something else in town we need. Maybe get some more people to help out. You know. All right. Because right now it's just it's just the three of us. It's you, me, and Big Copper. Mm-hmm. Big Big Copper, how you doing? I'm doing good, baby. I'm gonna be <laughs> working on this project all night long. I, I love it. Okay, um, Captain, what's her name? Zendros. Zendros. Zan- Z- um. Is there another place in town where, like, if, like you know, we're we're, we're going on a uh, basically a, a, a potentially dangerous mission, mission? Is there is there another store or place in town that we might might get some goods? Uh, she says, "Yeah, the general store. It's owned by Tom, old Tom." Um, what do you say we go visit old Tom then? Let's go visit old Tom. All right, you do that. You're already in the kind of market corridor, so only a two, a few stores down is the general store, and you see old Tom. He's a, uh, he's a, he's a uh, what do you call it? He's an elf with really short hair, but you also notice he has like a very thin coat of hair like on his body, um, like he's not like a bear or something, but he has this weird fine thin hair. He's like a weird. He looks like a like a freak show. Kind of guy. Well, I'm a cat person. Like, I mean, I'm not like who, who am I to judge? 
Yeah, but you got an excuse. It's cat. You know, it's like, what's this guy got going on? I don't but know. yeah, I walk up to old Tom and say, uh, "Hello, old Tom. Uh, we told we were told that you have the finest general store in the in the neighborhood. Um, my name is Fuzzy Knuckles, Dick Avedo, and uh, we're going on a dangerous." harrowing mission and uh we might need uh some su- su- supplies and you know c- can we take a look around he says hey, why don't you go, go check out my stock i'm sorry s- say that again why don't you go check out my stock oh it's elvis presley okay yes uh okay thank you Old, old Tom, uh, we're, uh, so I, 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 I peruse uh, his 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 wares. Oh man, you see, you see these these lanterns that have these tiny tiny holes in them, you know, so you could kind of shine a tiny little spotlight. You also see a bunch of grappling hooks and uh, you know ropes of many different colors. Blue rope, you see. Holy shit! Um, you also find. A bag of what's known as attack sand. What is attack sand? He goes, You throw that guy's attack. Wait, what? You throw you throw a sack attack sand throw throw it on the guy's attack. And uh, what happens like does it hurt them? Oh, the eyes attack sand. Oh, okay. Well, I, oh, I, you I, throw it I, in their I'm eyes. Just, okay. Yeah, because also like uh, when it's uh, battle stations aboard ships, uh, you sand down the decks and take your shoes off because you get traction on a wet on a wet slippery deck. So it's not that that this is just an, a more specialized sand that you throw at people. Old Tom is not along with you talking and going, oh, you're the sanding down attack. Okay, well, I, I, Did, I buy... Does it appear to be different than regular sand in any way whatsoever? No, it appears to be regular sand, yeah. Well, I, I think I'm, he's trying I'm to sell just, us sand. Just out of curiosity, how, how much how much for like a, uh, a sack of attack sand? Five copper, five okay. copper pieces. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a deal. I will take it. I I I'm not. I'm certainly not going into battle without attack sand. And also, I'll be having one of those grappling hooks. How much rope do I already have? I, think I have, 50, have feet. fifty feet of rope. I've got fifty feet. Yeah. Um, I can see us. All right. He gives, he gives you a grappling hook. I got a belaying pin, so I could knock fucker out with that. Yeah. Love What's it. a belaying pin for those who aren't nautical? It's, uh, I believe, it's one of those pins that are on the on the uh, on the on the gunwale of a ship on the side. Like, like they basically look like police batons, and they're things that tie ropes to. And if you need to quickly get a, a line free, you just pull the pin out. I believe that's what it is. It's been a while oh, since I read this stuff. That sounds about right. But also, uh, in a in a hand to hand combat, you take one of those out, and basically you just have a big club. You you have a cudgel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also a thing called a marling spike. Then you don't want to fuck around with that. Was, I guess I don't. I don't want to fuck around with that. No. It's just it's basically a big piece of metal that you could stab somebody with, but you use it to splice rope or line rather. All right. Enough. I've talked about butt stuff, and now I'm boring you with fucking nautical nonsense. So this is I really, was. 
I like it. I was trying to imagine how you use a giant spike to splice rope. I was like trying to put that together in my head. I'll tell you this: the uh, the history of the British Army or Navy, rather. Um, there's no way that there wasn't butt stuff with a belaying pin uh, all the time. You could be hung for that, but uh, <laughs> there's a joke yeah. in there too. Uh, yeah, uh, you you know that there was some attacks and doing counter lubing on a belaying pin up somebody's butt. Oh no. They've yeah. counter lubed the blaying pin. <laughs> um, I, I'm going uh, to splice the main brace right now, everybody. That means that happens. Cheers. That happens. That's right, folks. It's that time on that happens when someone says that happens or a phrase approaching it. And that means it's time to drink alcoholic okay. beverages or. <laughs> um, old, old Tom, how much for one of your uh, your grappling hooks? I want one of those because if, we, if we're going to. Uh, board a ship you want to be able to you know pull your board inboard five copper okay i'll take one of those as well all right you got a grappling hook um yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything else that might be useful do i have any money left because i think i i spent all of mine last time I guess you don't, but well, but okay. well, oh, you know what? Speaking of which, um, uh, uh, you were told that you can get free supplies. So if there's anything you can need, you can tell them like old, old, old hush money's got this covered. Oh, right. Um, that's maybe some, maybe some snacks. I guess I will take that attack sand. Yeah, Ooh. you could pick up rations. Yeah, let's get rations. All right, you get seven days. No, you get 14 days of rations, primarily preserved meat and bread and a few preserved like fruits. That's going to come in handy. Um, also, because I'm an old salty dog or salty cat, rather, um, do you have any rum? Um, he, he goes, uh, he goes, empty net, empty net. And rummages under his counter and pulls up like a growler, you know, like a yeah, I don't know, like an a jug growler or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he says claw wine, empty nets claw wine, made from the finest lobsters. What is it? Booze? Oh yeah, it's okay. booze. It, well, you know, kitties like fish. Oh, I, uh, I'll take a jug of that uh, that claw wine. All right. I think we're pretty well set up, uh, Johnny Fever. Do you are you ready to rock and roll, or, or, or do we have to? I guess we have to go somewhere and sleep sleep for the night because we can't get the boat until tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm good here. I mean, is there anything else that catches my eye just looking around? Oh. There's a couple things that might catch your eye, like maybe some of the products and services by these fine advertisers. <laughs> Hello, my name is Old Tom, founder of Old Tom's Attack Sand. 
if you're in an attack situation, you might need some of this attack sand. But how do you use it? That's easy. Just dust your knuckles with my attack sand before landing a serious blow. And I tell you what, my friends, that blow will hit twice as hard, guaranteed, or your money back. That's right. Try Uncle Tom's. <laughs> what a great name. <laughs> attack no, no. sand. He's, he's old Tom. He's not Uncle Tom. <laughs> old Tom. This is not uh this is not uh Harry Beecher Stone. This is not Uncle Tom's Captain. Use um, the promo code Bad Happens. <laughs> Use the promo code Simon Legree. Uncle Tom's attacks. Hello, I'm Sam Elliott for Uncle Tom's Attack Sand. <laughs> Are you tired of using lube? Throw a little sand on it. Uh, okay. Well, we're back. I like to think that whenever we cut away it for uh, advertising, that now uh, our characters are just standing there wearing me undies or whatever, whatever we've just promoted. Oh, man. Yeah, that's what old Tom says is, you know what, you need some of these meundies. Now I may not be able to talk, but when it comes to meundies, my tongue is as clear as a summer morning, my God. My God. Well, well un- old Tom, not Uncle Tom. Stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> You're being a real Uncle Tom right now, old Tom. Oh. All right, let's, let's get back to fucking work here. All right. All right. So uh, you were staying at old Crunch's house. Let's get back to the, let, let's, let, I say we go get a nice bite to eat, have a little bit of this claw wine, and uh, get some rest, because tomorrow morning uh, we set sail. All right. Uh, should we just cut to tomorrow, then? What, old Crunch? Old Crunch, yeah. the dragon man. Right, dr- dr- gotcha, dragonborn, or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Oh, damn, you know what time it is. It's that most sacred time, adventure time. Time for you to go down to the docks and meet Walter. Get in the boat with the guards that Walter promised that would come with you and make your way to the smugglers who might be in the ship that was mentioned before. So how many guards do we have with us? Two. Well, you're not there yet. So oh. so you go down to uh, you go down to the dock right where Walter said there would be. And right there... Um, on the dock on this golden morning you see it it's a small ship it's a it's a relatively small i think you call it a keel boat um i'm not nautical but emblazoned on it all boat all boats have a keel every boat's a sure boat. hey it's i'm like not saying, saying that they don't it's like saying it's a boat boat i thought you would know what a keel boat is i don't know what a keel boat is i don't i don't know what it is either but i looked it up and it's it exists it has a okay. flat keel, Jeff, or something, something like okay. that. Okay, all right. I don't know. I don't know. That actually is saying it. I think that's wrong, but it certainly has something because it exists. How, how, uh, how, lo- how long? How long would you say this is? Uh, like uh, thirty? Uh, no, like twenty feet. It's like it's like a small. It's like a fishing boat, you know, like a okay, small gotcha. personal fishing boat kind of dig. So it's not like a yeah, like a real sexy fast sailing boat. No, it does have a, a sail, but it's a gar-shaped riverboat. Riverboat. So I guess yeah. it's a riverboat. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and on the prow or whatever, emblazoned on the on the prow of the boat is the words the liberator. That's what it's called. And um, but that's not all you see. 
you don't really catch it because you know the glare coming off the ocean is so intense but you see a dark stain and and a figure lying on the ground at the docks a dark stain and a figure or is the figure the dark stain the dark stain is coming off of the figure the more you look at it it looks like maybe the stain has exited the figure prior to being inside the figure i uh use my cat-like curiosity and walk over there and check it out oh man absolutely covered in blood is the freaking walter sawmore sawmore he's dead as fuck oh no no not walter not walter the person you convinced to do this was he coming with us after you convinced him he was oh that's right i convinced him and now he's dead Uh, and now he's dead um but yeah uh you know you can't inspect the body too long before you see two members of the city guard approach a man and a woman and they say oh how you find folks dude what the fuck what 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 happened what the hell's going on we were just going down the beach and we saw this this uh this guy that we met recently uh walter sawmore and he clearly has, has been murdered or killed or uh, i don't know yeah, they run over there and start like looking at the body and say and, and looking at you and they say pull out all your weapons. Everybody take out all your weapons. Um, Put them on the ground. What if I don't? Uh that would be mighty suspicious in light of us finding you in front of a dead body. I, I look Can I use my power a, of privilege that m- sort of like makes people assume I'm supposed to belong where I am and things like that to try to like talk them down from this and go, listen, we stumbled on this just the same as you stumbled on us right now. Obviously, I am a noble. I am not going to be going and, and killing a, a fisherman like this. Can we please just focus on finding the killer? Yeah. Whoever heard of a nobleman killing someone to get what they want? Oh, snap. If you guys are innocent, prove it by pulling out all weapons on your person. Then we could perform some sort of form forensic analysis and determine whether or not these weapons might have done the job. Okay, I, I, I drop my weapons. I do the same. Um, all right, they start looking at them. They, 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 they're looking at the, they, they take the clothes off the woo, uh, the, the, the corpse. You know, they're looking at his wounds. They're looking at your weapons. Um, they're like, well... And it wasn't these weapons. And it yeah. looks like, yeah, they probably could have, you know, whoever did this probably could have just threw the weapon into the ocean now that I think about it. Um, so you guys are not off the hook. This is this is regarded as suspicious, but we're going to go report this, and we'll be right back. All right. Go do your thing. To go sail with you guys, because we're coming with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, these are the guards that that Walter sent us, or who? Hell yeah, that's us, baby. My name's Barbara Poolish. Okay, and the other person? His name is... No, no. I'll introduce myself. My name's Gert Breedshow. Gert Breedshow. Breedshow. You guys seem pretty... You're dealing with the death of your friend Walter pretty well. That's now you want to talk about suspicious. What? Why are you? Why aren't you more upset about this? Hey, we'll file it away in our report. We're just so excited to be setting sail with you guys, the new heroes. <laughs> She's fucking crazy people. All right. Uh, well, let's. Uh, uh, that seems very. Anyway, 
Very suspicious. <laughs> like I said, it'll go in the report. And if you have any concerns, feel free to bring them to Captain A of the City Guard. But we will be right back after filing this report and be ready to set sail. Okay, how long is that going to take? Yeah, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Okay, well, let's uh, let's start loading up the boat. Let, let's let's see what we got here. Seaworthy wise. All right. So yeah, again, this this boat it doesn't have like um, it doesn't have like a below decks. It has some storage areas that use the kind of air you know um, under mm-hmm. kind of part of the boat. But it's uh, it's you know it's just kind of it's kind of like got a front and a back seating area and the seating area in the back is you know where the rudder is and shit like that you know but it's you probably couldn't fit 10 people on this boat like you 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 might get close to there but it's you know it's a tight fit it's uh it's it's more of a a non-commercial vessel it's more of like a kind of like a yeah like a, a fishing vessel or whatever yeah and big copper shows up um He's he's wearing this crazy new armor that he's got. Uh, it's this bright copper armor, and in the and his chest he has that gem that you saw last time that he bought at the store. It has like lightning kind of flashing in his gem yeah. on his chest, and he's like, "Didn't I tell you, babies? Look at this shit." What does that What does that gem and your armor uh, like do for you? Oh, baby. It makes me do cool attacks, and it can also deflect blows. I love it. Oh yeah. Um, you know we're we're going out to sea with just a just a few dudes, so you might have to do deflect a few blows if you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, baby, that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big copper, I missed you. I missed you too, baby. All it's right. only well, been um, seventy-eight hours. I know, but still, it's just your 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 ready wit and your <laughs> your your kind of a bonhomie. It's always it's it, it's always uplifting. Yeah, but uh, you know, so so yeah, you're 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 like setting your stuff down on the boat and stuff, and the the two guards come back and they're like, "All right, you guys ready? Let's go!" All right, so you all set sail relatively uneventfully. You, you sail for a couple hours. Um, you know, you're a tiny boat. You're not easy to see. You can see on the horizon the ship that was mentioned by Captain Zendros based on, like, her description. Um, it's definitely... This, again, is also not a, a giant ship. It's maybe three times the size of your ship. It's not huge, but it is a proper ship. It has, like, a upper deck and uh, a below deck and stuff, you know. Are there cannon, like gun ports or anything like that? No, there's not. Um, you, you, you're, too, you're, you're, tech, you're too far away to see it, but you also can okay. see that there's not. All right. Um, but, yeah, no cannon. It's a, Like I said, it's a pretty small ship. It doesn't seem like it's a, equipped for warfare. But, you know, the question is, what do you want to do? Uh, are, are, you, did they, do, do they look like they're at anchor or do they look like they're underway? They do look like they're at anchor, yeah. But as okay. you kind of move on to the scene, they haven't seemed to move or anything. They seem very still, and yeah. And it's broad daylight. Um, yeah. At this point, it's about eleven. Um, so there's like you know there's a nearby kind of peninsula that's not super far from where you are, but it's it's like far from uh, salt marsh. Um, and yeah, it's 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 broad daylight. 
and yeah, do you want to infiltrate? Do you want to wait till nightfall? Do you want to just charge at them? Do you want to? Who knows? Um, I say how many people are on the ship? It's way too far away. Can we? Would anybody on? Is there a chance that anybody in this boat would recognize us as the guys that had attacked some of their homeboys back on the on the mainland? You have no way of knowing, but you killed most of the people that you came in contact with. I think you killed right. everybody except Beef Fungus Ned, one of the hobgoblins, and one other guy. So, um, all right. Well, what what if? Why don't we? Why don't we just go kind of sail near them? So we're we're, we're in visual range to see uh, how many people like seem to be on board, and uh, me, Big Copper, because Johnny Fever wasn't in that fight, right? Uh, no, he wasn't. So, like, um, me and Big Copper, let, let's hide and let's sail past them, and let, let's just do a little recon and see how many people seem to be uh, like aboard the ship. Okay, so then you're gonna not try and be stealthy. You're just kind of cruising by. Yeah, but like, not, not like we're, we're not gonna go right at him. We're, we're just gonna go like, like, just looking like we're doing our own thing, going somewhere else, and like in a, in a very non-threatening way. Yeah, you're being nonchalant in a boat. Um, right. So let's see how good they are at spotting. Um, okay. Yeah, you pull up. You see. Oh, roll a roll a per, both of you guys roll a perception check to see what you can. See. I got a one. Where's my, where's, where's, oh, no. where's my perception? Why can't I find you? Mm. Oh, there. Uh, twenty. Wow. Okay. Um, Jeff, you see one, two, three. You see five people on the deck of the ship, and uh, Kevin, you don't you don't see anybody. You can't make them out. It's too blurry. You rub your you do this thing where you rub your eyes, but it just makes your vision way worse. And then you're just like, God damn it! And so like, yeah, you can't really make it out because you are still pretty far. But yeah, um, so your ship kind of passes it at a pretty wide berth, but you get the sense that their ship can probably see you, and um, you kind of head past them out to yeah. sea. You know, they're kind of like they're again broadside to the shore, so you kind of just kind of go past them towards towards the ocean. Mm-hmm. In a pretty casual manner. And right. as far as you can tell, they're not really, you know, making any action after seeing your boat pass. And you're saying it's, a, it's 11 a.m. right now? Yeah, it's like midday. Let's say now it's about like 1 a.m. from, you know, just doing that right. maneuver you just did. I mean, normally I would like to board this ship at night and use my feline night vision and, you know, t- stealthiness to, uh, to mm-hmm. make an attack. It seems like a pretty risky maneuver. So it, there's, there's five of us in a... Potentially five of them. Yeah, but again, their their boat's way bigger than yours, so you know there's a pretty strong potential that there's more people that uh, are on the ship. Just judging by what you know as a captain, like a, a ship that size is not going to get by on five crew. Like you know, they're uh, probably gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. not a lot well, bigger than five. But yeah, I I mean I I hate to delay things, but I think uh, we need to wait until sundown and uh, and, and cruise up on these guys because uh, a, a, a broad daylight attack seems risky. Okay, so uh, how do you want to do that? You've passed them in your boat, and you're kind of just at in the middle of the ocean right now. You know, where's that peninsula? 
it's uh let's say like three hours or two hours away um so it's it's a bit north of where you guys are at you kind of just went I, let's I, see, I th- I th- what i suggest is that we go to a place that looks like a fishing vessel might just drop anchor and you know and do do fishing stuff mm-hmm yeah. So and, okay. and and not not hang out too close to them. Just kind of keep cruising, but keep keep visual on them so we 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 know where they are. Yeah. So um, let's see. Uh, do you want to be involved in the ship work? Uh, um, I mean, I'm a professional sailor, so I mean, I, I'd certainly be here to lend a hand. Yeah. So roll a charisma check then. Um, 23. All right. So under your expert, you know, Siemens guidance, uh, uh, Gert and Barbara, they do exactly what you want. They even, you know, pull out some fishing rods and start fishing for a bit right in the very periphery, you know, the farthest right. away you can make out the ship and then starts to get dark and, um, you know, you feel like it might be safe to to kind of like go at them now it's let's say it's about 10 p.m at this point well i crack open a bottle of claw wine and i pour everybody a little small drink not too much to get fucked up but enough to stay loose Mm -hmm. you don't want to be too loose but you don't want to be too frosty you got to be a little somewhere in between in my experience and i uh, i toast copper johnny fever barbara and gert and i say uh let's go um Fuck up some smugglers. <laughs> Sorry. I already had a little claw line. Oh, totally honest, I had a little claw line. Oh, no. It's not bad. It's not, it's not the best thing I've ever had. Lo- lobster-based spirits, uh, not as good as they, as they sound, but they're not terrible. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, no, claw- it's no Pepsi Mango. <laughs> Pepsi Mango, sponsor us. Come on. No. Fernet Bronca. What are you talking about? Yeah, Fernet Bronca tastes good and Pepsi Mango tastes bad. You're right. No, I'm not. Th- no, it's the opposite. <laughs> but I don't want to get diabetes. I'll probably Fernet Bronca can give me diabetes too. There's a lot of sugar Who in knows? there. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I wish there's like proper nutrition information on alcohol. You know, it always is so striking to me when you look mm-hmm. at the label and it doesn't have anything. Yeah, it doesn't like, say There's got to be stuff in there. They, they don't. They don't have to tell you what's in it. Yeah, it's a and bummer. I, I, I know I've talked about this before, but the address on Fernet Bronco's label is hilarious. It just says it's next to St. Thomas Church. That's like <laughs> it's that's the most Italian thing. It's, it's by the thing. Wow, that implies there's also only one place that's next to this church. You know, I think if you're next to St. Thomas Church, you're going to look and see a big Fernet Bronco sign in, in Milan, yeah. Italy. It says got to be. It says Milano. Via Broletto, that's the street. Vicino alla Chiesa di San Tommaso. It's next to St. Thomas Church. I, fi- I love that. That's just fantastic. Yeah. Sports Corner! Uh, the Italians. The point zone. The, the point the, zone. The Italians. The point zone. The Italians. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I've been. Uh, I, I don't want to blame so- international football slash soccer on my drunkenness for the last three weeks, but the Euro Cup, I've been watching it every day, and it's it was just really good. And the Italians uh, fucking beat the English. It was very good. Is that still happening? Is it over? Uh, it's, uh, it's finito. 
And the Italians won. It, they did it. And then the, Italy uh, took the Euro Cup. And the uh, Argentina beat Brazil, which I also loved. That that was a. I was very happy to see Argentina win. I think they won it for the very first time. So that was good. Nice. And then yeah. today was the last day of the Tour de France, which and I'm I'm always a little bit sad when the tour is over. The Tour de France is just fantastic photography and commentary, and uh, there's people on bicycles. It's good. Did you hear about that lady that uh, had the big sign that knocked over all the bicycles and yeah. like put a lot of people in the hospital? It, I think that was day one, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was. It, was uh, it might have been the first stage. It was very early, yeah, and she just <laughs> smashed a dude, and then everybody went down. Like, it's so dumb. There's so yeah. many drunk fucking French people out there that they've just been wine drinking all day, and then ten seconds of bikes go by, and that's it. But mm-hmm. they they have had. I'm assuming. Half a crate of wine a piece the whole time. Sure. Yeah. She Good smashed up a whole Peloton, Jeff. Peloton. She did. The term Peloton. for a group of bicyclers. We should get sponsored by Peloton. We did do one, and then we kept asking them if they'd give us a Peloton, and they're like, no, we're not giving you No, the, no there's, there's $17,000. Yeah. We're not just giving you a fucking Peloton. But. Yeah, I, I, you know, we didn't really know what was going on back then, but we were kind of on the cutting edge. You know, we knew we knew how big they were going to be, and we wanted to get on the ground floor. Here's the thing. I mean, I, I don't want to lose a, a potential return sponsor, but I hate the commercials. The uh, commercials are just annoying. Who? Like Peloton? Peloton, yeah. It's too, know, um, so too sporty. It's too, like, I don't know. That's, they did they that famous... About. They did that famous commercial where the wife, those like the Peloton wife, and she was so excited about the Peloton, and uh, it went like super, super viral because everyone was like, "This woman is being held hostage" or something like that. I, I don't remember. She was too. She her acting was weird. Yeah, that's my problem with the Tour de France. You have to record the whole thing because there's a million commercials. It's like seventy to thirty, like commercial versus content. Uh, it, it was really annoying. Are they good commercials, like the Super Bowl ones? No, I mean, it's, you know, no, it's like it's you know, it's Geico and shit. Although I did switch to Geico and I saved fifteen percent. So in fifteen minutes or less, I think so. I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Kevin's holding up a sign. Kevin's it mad was, that he has to make signs now. He's he was it. racist. I'm not going to say what it was. I'm not even going to say what he wrote, you guys. Well, just I'll give you a hint that you saw those. You saw a sign similar to it in the movie Die Hard. Shoot the glass. Okay. I like that in Die Hard. He says Alan Rickman says it in German to Alexander Gudenov and the rest, the rest of the Germans, like "Kreuzen dein Fenster, Reise mein Fenster." And they're like, what? He goes, shoot the glass. It's like, why does it work in English? They're all German. I, I don't understand that. That was for us. <laughs> wow. Die Hard's a goodie. Oh, shit. Yeah. All what right. a good so, show. Oh, it's well, a, it's not a fucking great show. Guess. Guys, we're doing the best podcast of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, I, I think we... Is is the sun setting yet, Kevin? I mean, sorry, Spencer. Yeah, yeah, it's nighttime. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna take off. You know, flying. Uh, you guys are you're close to the boat now, and it seems okay. 
that you've evaded capture or evaded notice. Although, you know. All right. All right. So we, 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 we get up close and uh, I take my grappling hook and I, can I reach up from, from my place? I, I don't want to throw it and make a clank on the, on the deck. Can I reach up and attach the, uh, our boat to their boat with a grappling hook? Uh, no, but the ocean is pretty loud. So you feel like you might, you might, you might do okay. Okay. Well, I, I, I navigate or sail towards the stern of the ship, the uh, en- enemy ship. Mm-hmm. And I lightly, as lightly as I can, uh, as delicately and feline as I, as I could, uh, toss the grappling hook over the, uh, to the stern of the ship. All right. Do you want to roll an attack roll? Yes. And what am I adding to this again? Uh, just like you're making a sword attack or something like that. Your normal. It should be like in uh, the middle of the sheet. With oh the yeah, hooks. yeah. Um, I'm fucking. I got hot dice. Twenty one. All right. Yeah, you nail it. You 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 see it sink right. You know where it needs to sink. You test it. It's tight. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the back of the ship, right? So yeah, that's great. Um, you got it. And what now? Um, I secure my end of the grappling hook rope line and uh, to, to the boat, and p- pull us slowly in so that we're right up against it. And mm-hmm. is it possible to? Like like hand like just like get a hand over the of over the back rail and get in the boat or do we need like some other shit? You could do that, yeah. The grappling hook uh, is going to make it basically a cinch for you guys to get up as long as the grappling hook is engaged. Okay. Um, I look at the team and I, I look at uh, Johnny Fever. Johnny, you ready? Let's do this. I look at Big Chopper. <laughs> I have the feeling I know what you're going to say, Big Copper, but are you ready? Are you ready to rock and roll? Let's go, baby. <laughs> and Barbara and uh, Gert, are you? Are you? Uh, we're we're, we, we're going to board this ship, and we don't have to kill everybody, but we're certainly going to commandeer it. Mm-hmm. You guys ready That'd to roll? Be nice. It's a nice ship. Well, we figure we might stay back here and make sure the boat doesn't get too far away. You know, and in you case guys, we need to, like, I don't fucking trust. I don't trust you guys. I don't have any. I roll. Can I roll a perception or like a, like a sense motive on these guys? Sure. And what do I add to that perception? Uh, insight. Eleven. All right. Yeah. No, you just think that they. Uh, you can tell that they're a bit scared. They're used to operating in like a legal framework, you know, where the whole guard has their back. Not it's they're not used to like just attacking like a thing. Um, but you know, you also do think that there is some wisdom in the idea of trying to keep the boat, you know, nearby. Um, okay. Can we tie the but, yeah. boats together with the rope? I think I, you, I already did that. I already did that. I think I, I, I said yeah, we you, wanted to secure the line there. Okay. You did a side, but it is it's just hooked by a grappling hook. So, like a grappling hook, you could potentially like you know pick it up and like pull it off, and then that would be the end of your. Gotcha. Um, okay. okay, I take out my rapier and I point it at Barbara and Gert, and I say, "If you got, if I find out that you're trying to double cross me, 
you're gonna wish that was the that you never even thought of that idea. Like, and I, I, I will not go back on that word. You like you double cross me, and uh, I will put daylight through you. Uh, Barbara says, you know, I know that we met on strange terms, being that you were the main people of interest at a crime scene, but you know, I think we've come to grow over this past day on the ocean. <laughs> okay. And you know, I think you'll know that, that, that we can trust each other. Okay. Well, I rolled an 11, so I guess I have to live with that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not a good role for wanting to determine <laughs> if someone's lying to your face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was, my dice were, my dice were so hot before that. Yeah. All right. Um, I take the lead and I climb up onto the taff rail, the, the stern of the ship, mm -hmm. sword in hand. The taff rail, huh? Taff All right, so T-A-F-F. You kind of crest onto the, uh, the, the poop deck, according to this. Uh, so the tiller is the most prominent feature of this area, rising from the deck about six feet from the stern and having a horizontal arm some six feet long against this arm on the starboard side and looking coastward. That's the, like kind of the opposite direction where you're coming from stands a human figure leaning on the starboard rail and looking towards the coast are three human figures. The nearest, the one nearest the stern holds something in his hand at shoulder level. Occasionally he adjusted in some way. So four people in total, none of them are looking at you. And they're all on the poop deck, the raised deck at the, the rear of the ship. Mm -hmm. You know, when a, when a boat gets pooped, it's, uh, it's because the water comes over the back and sinks the ship. That's, that's when you don't want to poop your boat. <laughs> <laughs> There's no context in which I want to poop my boat. Don't. If that is uh, solid advice, don't poop the boat. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I, I motioned to uh, Johnny Fever to, you know, and uh, Big Copper to get on board with me. All right. Uh, Big Copper gets on board. I follow behind. Okay. All right. All three of you are just kind of standing. You get the sense that if you don't, you know, make some movement soon, you'll definitely be discovered. The guy that's holding the thing that I can't—I can't tell what it is. It's some, I'm assuming it's some sort of weapon, possibly. Like, is he like maybe on guard? Um, that guy—he's looking off. He's looking to shore, and um, he fiddles with the thing, and you can see it. It's a shuttered lantern, and he has this little dial that he twists the dial, and the lantern kind of opens and closes to kind oh, of. So he's, commu like he's communicating with the shore. Yeah, that's the sense that you're getting from him. Like he's not actively doing it right now, but like he's waiting for a signal or something. That's kind of I uh, get as close to him as possible with sword pointed right at his uh, at his tits, and I say, "Drop the lantern." Um. Okay. You should say that loudly, I guess. I, I loud as possible. I, right. I, I, I'm I'm going for a like a shock and awe sort of thing. Um, yeah, you do that. Um, he, he, he drops the, he drops the lantern overboard and he doesn't right. say anything. Cliffhanger. We oh, did it. We shit. fucking did it. Wow. <clears throat> Very fun hanging out with you guys. I'm so hot right now. I'm sweating. I'm just, you like, I'm, I'm, back on. 
I am damp. Oh, I, I guess I can now. You guys don't care. Yeah, do who cares? Yeah, it's just the end. It's not that loud. Um, yeah. I would say you could see me on Cameo and Memo and my Patreon and stuff like that, but I, I've said it before, so I'm not going to do it again. I, I The social media grind is making me a little crazy, but uh, I, I'm always happy to say hello to people if you want to say hello to me. Yeah, and Jeff has a Patreon. Um, what uh, what about me? I got TikTok. Follow me on TikTok. Uh, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Sixler. I'm going to be trying to do like these like, D&D-related workshops on Twitch uh, at some point. What is only OnlyFans? Is that just for sex? OnlyFans is just for sex. If you are a model making sexy pictures from your of yourself, you can have you can post those on your OnlyFans, and people have to pay you money to see them. So it can be kind of like Patreon, where you have to charge them a monthly fee, and then you can also charge them package for packages or bundles of content, like. You know, you do a photo shoot and take 40 photos of yourself in various states of undress. Then you could sell that to someone for, I don't know, okay. like tell, $10. I, I, that was a much more uh, intricate answer than I expected, but I appreciate that. But that's what I was saying. This is what I'm saying. You got to make an OnlyFans, Jeff. You got to you gotta be taking videos of all your sexcapades and selling them. You, that no. could be a whole new stream of income for you, Jeff. No, you can't afford that. Um, but people you will. My, that's the secret. I told you what my stripper name during COVID was, right? Horny my, dice. My, my, my porn star name during COVID. COVID ice. No stimulus package. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> one of my movies was a uh, viral load. And there was also another film called uh, Community Spread. Oh. Um, thank you. That happened in Hapachinos. Uh, we love you. Uh, we'll see you next time on the flip flop. Uh, cheers. Bye bye. Go with God. <laughs> oh, I, wait, wait, I forgot. We're, this is also a very religious podcast. Bye-bye, everybody. Go with God.